0: hello good uh, good afternoon good afternoon yes we are we are officially two minutes after 12 o'clock so yes it is now afternoon so good afternoon everybody welcome to this lunchtime session for day two of event Wellbeing week 2021 i'm delighted to be joined by nicolina who's going to be doing a fantastic session entitled know thyself creating fulfillment and work through self-knowledge so i'm Nicolina has, after 10 years, 10 years in audio visual engineering events, she focuses foremost on helping others to self actualize and find meaning and fulfillment in work. So, without further ado, I'm going to hand you over to the lovely Nicolina. Please take it away.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, you very yeah, much you very for much. having me. Um, okay, I just had a quick echo. Um, and welcome. Yeah, welcome from me too. Mm, And so, first of all, I have no slides, so because I want, so I thought, okay, who's this session for? Is it for the people who are looking for meaning and fulfillment themselves, or is it because you want to bring it to your team or your organization? Mostly I will focus on, look at, let's do it for yourself first, and then we can think about if you want to bring it somewhere else. Um, And so it can be really helpful maybe for yourself. Just have a pen and paper, you don't even have to look at me and just, you know, just let your own imagination flow um, and explore what it could mean for you or what you might want to adjust for yourself, because that will automatically also then give you ideas of what you might want to change somewhere else or bring to your teams, to your companies, to your industry or whatever you do. Um, and if you then afterwards feel like, oh, I need more inspiration on how I can bring this to more people, then, uh, well, reach out or even eat- even just sharing, you know, these kinds of whole event or the talk afterwards might be something you want to do, but also always feel free to reach out um, afterwards to me or whoever draws you in. So, and I guess it's obvious, like why are we talking about this? Because I mean, you could look at all the research and all the numbers about, you know, if you're not feeling fulfilled, if you're not feeling engaged, engagement's gonna go down um you know you're not going to be as productive you're not gonna your bottom line is gonna suffer from it we kind of know and again if you need stats and figures to convince someone else why is this important uh let me know i'm not gonna share any with you now because i don't think it's helpful if we just look at how it affects you because that's ultimately of course what it comes down to is like just think about for a moment how it affects you like do you feel fulfilled engaged in your work I will mostly talk about that, and, and meaning is kind of a part of that. Um, and that's just before I delve deeper into that. I mean, that's kind of how I came to the work. Helen already said it, that I used to work in something where I stumbled into because my background is actually more the performing arts so dancing, acting, music and all these things, and then Once you know sound engineering, you're like, great, you can work in events. (laughs) Um, But actually it was just not a good match for many, many reasons. And I will share bits and bobs while we go along. So you might just have also um, examples for yourself or ideas of what it could be for you. Um, Just, but just to start, maybe have a think what the word fulfillment means for you. So if you hear, oh, I wanna feel fulfilled or more fulfillment, like what brings that up for you? Like why why do you come? Why do you listen to a talk like this or a session like this? Is there something that, for example, you feel you're not currently having in your work um, that you wish would be different? That you maybe have experienced differently, but you don't currently have? Why why is this? Why is this a topic that's on your radar? Is it just because you think, oh, I increase my bottom line if I make sure everyone is more fulfilled and engaged your work? Possibly not, but maybe. But I doubt it actually. <laughs> um, so again, and maybe just while I talk, just take some notes. You know, just just listen to yourself and be like, okay, so what is that actually invoking in me? Like, why why is that important to me? And it can be different. That's why I encourage you to do it for yourself. For me. As an example, fulfillment has a lot to do how I enjoy my work. Like for me, it really comes very much down to joy It might be similar for you. It might be something else. Maybe you want to feel more peaceful, (laughs) I don't know, Um, expressed at your work, whatever it is. Uh, But for me, like it's the same, you know, when people talk about our purpose at work, it's like, yeah, it's very important to know what you're doing and why you're doing it, where you're going with it. But purpose, for example, I find sometimes can, you know, one of these words, it's very huge and it's very like, oh, you know, if you don't have your purpose, you can't be fulfilled in work or kind of things like, nah, not really. But if you can get to the place where you know what actually pulls you, what actually fulfills you, what fills you up from inside, I mean, that's where the word kind of comes from, what lights you up what brings you joy. You kind of maybe get a sense of, you know, the pull, like ultimately what you want to maybe Can increase the awareness around or want to increase the awareness around is like what really pulls me towards something where do i really feel like oh i really want to do this thing i'm really enjoying doing this thing i love giving my best to the thing i can't wait to get up early on a monday morning and start working on this thing if you can get yourself to that place you possibly maybe you can even feel it right now you all you're much more engaged inspired possibly more fulfilled you automatically get all these wonderful quality that then, for example, can make work uh, joyful. So that's why I think it's really, really important, first of all, to just find your own inner navigation system of what actually do I want? Like what what kind of feelings do I want? What kind of qualities do I want? I'm going to share, you know, some other ideas of how you can increase your awareness. But sometimes just just having this simple check in at the beginning can be really, really helpful. And I think I think somewhere in the description I said something about mindfulness um, I'm not going to talk about mindfulness, but in a way, I mean, not in and of itself, but I just think something like mindfulness, that's why it's so powerful because yes, we know it helps with stress and resilience and all these things. But for me, the core of mindfulness is developing this ability to constantly check in and be like, okay, where am I? Like, how is this affecting me? How, how am I relating to this activity, to this situation, to what I'm doing, to, you know, the overall picture of where I'm going or something like that. That's kind of all I'm going to say about mindfulness, because otherwise we spent a lot of time talking about mindfulness, and that's not the purpose of this session. Mm. And you could do the same, of course, also with the word meaning. I think originally I also had the word meaning in the title. But yeah, actually, why not? Let's just go with um, fulfilled, because I think, yeah, I think fulfillment is a great word. Um, so, like, if you ultimately can get to this like i said more of this inner guidance of what works for you what doesn't work for you it's i would say it's a holy grail well it's the first i'm getting to the second part a bit later which is about okay so once you know what you want how to actually make it happen but if you feel like oh gosh thanks but i really don't know what to do with that um so some just some simple tools you can use so one thing i really um like is for example if you're new to this or you don't really know how to figure out what works for you or what lights you up, what brings you fulfillment, what makes you feel good, like I said, just if, if, it, if that's too complex for you, just go with what feels good. I mean, ultimately, if, like I said, yeah, just go with that. Like I've, That's why I'm always stumbling around this idea about purpose, because I know people talk about it so much. I've been on lots of courses myself. I let lots of books. And ultimately that's what I came back down to. It's like, what feels good. Let's do that. (laughs) Um, So one thing you could do, for example, is just simply have a log about your activities that you do during your day. In your work, I would actually encourage you to also um, do it for your whole day, maybe when you start out. So just simply be like, okay, you know, 6.30, getting up, like dressing, whatever, breakfast maybe going to work or doing your workout, sitting down at work, whatever it is for you. And then you go through, you know, the things you do at work, like emails or meetings or designing something or uh, redefining something, whatever it is. And just like you write down the activity and then you write down how engaged you actually feel in that thing. So, and and it's a mix of, you know, you, you look forward to the thing, but mostly before you start a new activity, just write down, okay, engagement on the scale of, one to ten is well, this actually I'm really looking forward to the conversation with this person. That's that's a seven actually. Um I really don't look forward to um having to file those things. Well, that's a three, or even a two. I really look forward to arranging that thing over there. Yeah, actually I'm really, I'm really feeling actually energized. Uh, actually no, let's stick with this engagement first. That's also a seven, or it's an eight. And then you just, you know, just for a few days, maybe just see what you can track as many activities as you can, just to get a feel for where you actually do feel that engagement. And the other thing, which I already said, is you can actually do the same. I would actually uh, point energy. So this idea comes uh, from Bill Burnett, Design Your Life. So he, he actually has a whole log, and then you have like a um, tachometer, t- t- like a speed, um, what's it called? not speed dial, like the thing where you kind of measure, you know, your speed in the car. So it's like a little um, half moon circle and you have one to ten or something, the numbers, and you just put the put a dash or something where you feel like it's the same. Or you use a scale, one to ten, it doesn't matter which way works for you, for your engagement and for your energy. And um, because energy, of course, can fluctuate depending on the time of the day, if you've eaten, how well you slept, uh, what else is going on for you. But together, like especially then if you track it for a few days, maybe, or even a few weeks, it can really give you a lot of like insights and ideas about, yeah, what activities, first of all, do you enjoy? And that in and of itself, I find is super important to see, okay, what feels aligned to me? Like what bits of my work do I actually like? And what bits do I not like? And then later on, we can take it to, okay, the bits I don't like, can we eliminate them? Can we delegate them, you know, can we remove ourselves out of the situation? Depends what it is. Um, so do that first and foremost. If you then feel, yeah, I have that down, or I have done it before, or I know what works for me. Also maybe see if, you know. for example, you can also look at particular environments that work for you or not work for you. And I've, like my experience was with events, I was actually very important um, because the nature of my work was that I used to work in a lot of different physical places, pre-pandemic times, obviously. <laughs> And even just the place could have a massive effect of how well I felt in a place or how much I was enjoying what I was doing um, and how much I felt like I could bring my whole self to my work or I couldn't. Um, that was sometimes because of the place itself, like the history of a place. It could be the culture of a place. People, of course, I get to that in a moment, but it can also be you know, simple things. Like, is there a supermarket around the corner? Are they gonna provide you this food? Are they making sure you're gonna have a lunch break? Technicians often don't get any breaks because when other people have a break, they don't. Um, You know, little things like this that can make a huge difference if something works for you or if it doesn't, or if you feel, yeah, again, lights you up, fills you out, brings you joy, whatever it is for you. Um, If you mostly work in the same place or maybe you still work from home or something, it might be a little less relevant, but again, it could just be do engagement energy first um, and then you can play with environment and of course people. Like, are there particular people you really enjoy working with? Are there people you don't enjoy working with? Teams that you like or not like? Departments that you like or not like? Um, actually, departments could also really give you clues where you really feel drawn to work. Um, so for me, I don't. I think if that said it in the description, like the biggest thing was for me that I'm an introvert. That goes more into like, what's your personality? So I am quite good with, you know, working for myself and not always being in the limelight, but not to the extent that a technician does that. And what was for me was missing a long time was actually having more the people interaction. I had, sometimes I had very, very little interaction with people other than the quick on the day. Okay, that's your presentation. And kind of, you never could build a relationship with them. And the moment I started to move more into, again, my example into when you hire, Duty managing like all the things that had much more to do with the actual relationship building, client facing and all that. You could think it was more challenging because you had to be much more you know, on there and deal with people, especially as an introvert, but it still filled me up more because I, I just needed, like, that's just me. I just, that works better for me. I have colleagues for them. It's the opposite. <laughs> that's why I said you have to find out what works for you um, because it's different for everyone. But that's why, for example, having a look around or like what else is around you sometimes is the first step. It's like, okay, so what does my colleague do? You know, let me try a little bit of that and see if I like it better or not. Mm, okay. Um, yeah and the next thing I'm just thinking how many how many ideas I should give you without overwhelming you. Just pick a few. So ultimately, I want ideally you go away with having a few ideas um, that you can just implement over the next couple of days or weeks just to explore things for you. And as I said, if you think of you want to take this further, for example, to your team or your company or something. You could start with the same thing, thinking of you know, bring raising awareness around what someone can do for themselves, or you can do it in a group or something. Could be the first step, Um, but I find like the more you know what works for you, you usually get good ideas of what you can do, and if you want to, like how far you want to bring it. If you want to bring it to the level of okay, we really need to you know work on the company culture or whatever it is. Um, Again, like do let me know if afterwards, if that's something you want to know more about, um, and I'll share more about that. Um, oh, yeah, I have another wonderful, what's the time? Yeah, let's actually move maybe a little bit more into how you create. That's one more example. The other thing is, of course, again, it's an exercise you might know, is you could uh, also write down what an ideal work day would be for you. So you could, again, maybe even just have a list of things that you currently have, that you currently do. And then you make a list of what would be the ideal. Like where would you ideally work? What would you ideally do? Who would you be with? When would you work? How flexible is your work? You know, all these things like uh, what else could be important? The money, for example, you get and all these things. And you just have a look, you know, because again, I've done that at some point And I was actually, I had to give my, <laughs> acknowledge that I had actually a few things in my current work that I actually worked for me that I enjoyed, that I liked, that I wanted to keep. Um, and I, I wasn't really aware of them before because I, there was a lot I rejected because I was like oh it's not working but then I realized that there are a few bits that I already had and then it became like okay and how can I bring them forward into what I want to move into and again wanting to move into could mean anything from pivoting a little bit of where you are right now simply you know rearranging things so they work for you for example making sure you have meal breaks and um, thinking of a, now, a colleague of mine who um, I think she got really into feng shui at some point, and and you know working with the energetics of making a space work for her, and so her whole thing was you know arranging her desk in a certain way and measuring certain certain distances, and I, I don't even know what she did. I, she just told me that of course at first her colleagues were a bit like, oh, what are you doing? And then they actually realized that she she just had a great time. You know, she was really much more energized at work. She was enjoying things more. Um, and so, uh, you know, they were like, I think some of them got inspired, like they kept asking, you, what do you do? And then she inspired others to try out things for them. So it could be any level, you know? So maybe it's something like that for you where you just need to adjust small things. It might be that you might, like I said, change within your company. It might be that you have to go to another company. It might be that you start working for yourself, or maybe you are working for yourself, but um, you know, you have to change within that, or you do half and half employed, half self-employed. It depends. It depends on how big you feel like you want to change. Again, I can only suggest for now: explore where you feel drawn to, and that is then really where. Um, yeah, it is a great word, <laughs> and that's really then where we come into the second part of okay. Now you have to move into how how do you actually make it happen, because. First of all, of course, you have to know where you, we want to go. And that's the same with everything, you know, in life and at work. We need to have that vision and that clarity of where we want to move to. And Then the question is always how do we make it happen? And I find actually in my work, I work a lot more almost with that side of things because at some point, usually sooner or later, people know like, okay, that's what I want or that's where we want to move into. Same again, like think about company structure, like uh, strategies. Like, yeah, 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 we want to do that. But how do you actually implement it is usually then the big, you know, where you have to do a little bit of work around. But so make sure you do know where you want to move to, because if you don't, it's going to be very hard. And then the second bit, of course, is, um, you know, what people often call is what is your why? Where you reconfirm, reaffirm for yourself, why is that actually important to you? So, yeah, it's great if you want to know, you want to express more your creative side in your work, or you want to be heard more, maybe you want to, you know, be more flexible with your working times. Um, You want to feel like you're contributing more meaningful, whatever it is. But how does that look like? Like, no, first, like, why? So what does it give you? And that's kind of going back to how we started. This whole idea of you possibly feeling more fulfilled, you feeling more... Like you're enjoying your work, you're bringing more of you to it. You bring it's it's up leveling, not leveling, uplifting your life in lots of different ways. So you possibly have a lot of ideally personal reasons, but you could also have you know bigger reasons that like you see how that can you know have a ripple effect on on other people or how can it can uplift, you know your again your team, your company, your industry, whatever it is. Um. But just reaffirming that sometimes for ourselves can be, of course, really, really powerful, that we have this, this reason for wanting to go there. So we already see where we want to go, but now, like, what really drives you? Like, what is the benefit of you actually going there? And I, again, for me, I find most of the time is we actually want to feel better. Like, we don't talk about it so much, especially in certain work cultures, but actually oh, maybe we do know more, thank you, to you know initiatives like this, um, like, mm-hmm. Eventual. Well. But very much often at the core is we want to feel better with what we're doing. We want to, you know, have a better experience on so this planet, and for at least for yourself, be clear about what it is. And when we again bring it up broader to bigger circles, often that's when we bring in the statistics and the numbers to be like, yeah, 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 it really matters, and it does. <laughs> um, but we kind of need to give it a little bit of the scientific backup. So that's the first thing. So you know where you're going and be sure why you do it. And then it's you know, classic kind of coaching, like what kind of actions can you actually do to move towards your desired outcome? Um, and that can, again, could be mean a lot of different things, depending on what you work on. Um, that's where I also really, really would encourage you, maybe have something, hopefully have some ideas, what you can do today during this week you know, during the event well week, especially, I mean, you'll hopefully get a lot of other ideas by attending other events. Um, just see if, you know, just implement a few small things, start with yourself. Definitely have three, at least for yourself, like we you, you can never, ever up level anyone else, like, well, why do I I mean uplift, <laughs> but it's the same idea, you know, up leveling, uplifting, if, if we can't do it for ourselves, like if you, the more you feel inspired by your work. The more you enjoy it, the more you feel like you really feel you express yourself, you're fulfilled. Your coworkers are going to notice it and they're going to be curious, like how you, the heck you manage that. So you don't even have to do much if you're lucky, you kind of they naturally will gravitate towards you as that, that kind of person. So that's why it's so, so important. You always have to start with yourself. Uh, and then, you know, once you're having some progress was making some progress with that, you can think about it if, if you do want to bring it even further um let me see if there was anything else uh, yeah the other thing maybe that's quite important to mention um is assertiveness and asking that's that's the only other thing i would say once you start to moving into the action and implementing phase is if you're not naturally good at asserting what you want what you need what's important to you or asking for the things or potentially Bringing them to your coworkers or seniors or you know someone else who you need to involve. Are you aware of that? And again, what can you do around that? And I know that's kind of a different topic, so I'm not delve deeper on it. Uh, we'll have a workshop coming up around that in October. If you want to know more, again, reach out. Info at I think there's also another talk about confidence to speak at work but I don't know exactly what that's about but I, I just find that's a very very important bit where often you know the best intentions, the best ideas are kind of not going anywhere when we don't manage to get to yeah some actions you can just do but for some actions, of course we have to you know, to some extent increase our influence or influence you know other people around us in the best possible way, not because we want to, you know, put our ideas on someone else, but simply because we need to claim what works for us and we have to communicate us that. And depending on, like some work cultures are incredible supportive. I mean, some examples I know from colleagues and friends, and I'm just like, oh, my God, you do what? You sit down with your boss and meditate for five minutes in the morning, <laughs> you know, like these days we find all sorts of work environments, but sometimes it can, of course, be challenging if. If you're kind of the first person doing it, I do find like increasingly people are getting so much more aware. It gets so much more easier. I mean, I've very rarely been in an environment where there wasn't some, for example, focus on, on well being or something now. But, you know, we're working on different levels and there's always a level more. So if something's important to you, mention it, speak it out you know, share about it. Like, that's why I think an event like this is so awesome. Share share a session like this, you know, post it on Slack or whatever your way of communicating is. And be like, hey, you know, what do you think about this? Do you feel like we can do more about it? Or like, I need this. Like, I realized after listening to this that I need to, um, you know, have more healthy options on the menu of, I don't know, like in the I know, if you get catering or something depending on which department again you're working in you know or like maybe you work in catering but you're not getting the healthy food and only getting the clients are getting the healthy food you know mention these things start having conversations that's the other thing i would start to encourage you um yeah would suggest to you and um i think uh, i don't know helen you if there are questions already coming in or something and otherwise of course you have uh questions afterwards time for that but yeah do let me know if there are any uh before i <laughs> just
0: keep talking <laughs> no questions for this session no questions for this session so we'll do that in there the 15 minute meet the speaker q a session that we've got coming up afterwards so is that if that's okay yeah. so it's amazing yeah yeah let um, me
1: just uh, yeah i'll just i'll just say like a little wrap it up yeah. i mean and then um we move to that <laughs> session at yeah so just just really wrapping up to what you can do i already said do three things for yourself have a think about how you need to communicate these things um, i mentioned you know logging your energy your engagement levels potentially environment people having a play what's your ideal day um, i think that's enough because otherwise i'm going to overwhelm you and of course reach out uh, info at nicolinaweather.com if you have questions if you want resources or need like more of, again that's a scientific backing up for something or that, uh, just just drop me a line. Um, if you want to know about any upcoming workshops or how you can work with me, I'll, yeah, just let me know and I will we'll get back to you. Um, and yeah, I think that's what I really would say. Just make it a priority. You know, make your own well-being a priority and make you feeling awesome at work and feeling fulfilled at work. Make it your priority and see what bubbles up. Sometimes it's just what bubbles up for you and how can you put it into your actual working days and lives all right
0: amazing such a great session thank you so much for for sharing nicolina as well and being so so open there as well and then sharing your own experiences and some some really great tips i love that fulfillment that's one of my favorite words as well it's really important that we Kind of recognize that and i liked what you you said about just doing things that make you feel good yeah if it if, if, if doesn't feel good then start if it feels and i think that's the biggest thing isn't it for mental health and well-being kind of stuff if something starts to feel uncomfortable or distressing or just painful then you probably need to have a think about do i need to change and take a new direction we should all be doing things that make us feel good and safe and secure and shouldn't shouldn't we really so yes yeah yeah. so some really really great great tips and lessons there to take away thank you so much for your time nicolina thank you very much we're going to go into um nicolina's special meet the speaker 15 minutes q a session on our official event World 21 um event hub right now that's for the people who are watching with us live um, so come and join us on the Event Hub now. The link is in the comments below. You'll find that. Anybody who's watching this on, on demand, we will share um, Nicolina's contact details. So you'll be able to get in touch with her afterwards and, and ask any questions um, that you may have. Thanks so much for your time, Nicolina. And we'll see everyone in the next session at three o'clock. Thank you. <laughs>